0: Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we're going to answer the question, why does God talk to people or show himself in the Old Testament but not today? Good questions. I think it's a great question. It is. Takes- I am your host, John Westfall. This is Pastor Duke Hergett joining me again, and I think we're gonna, we need to make this a habit. <laughs> uh, I'm having a good time, I confess. <laughs> That's right. So I, uh, we're going to answer this question. Why does God show himself in the Old Testament, or, or uh, the way he did like burning bush and, and various other ways we'll talk about, uh, and, but he, he doesn't show himself today. This was a question asked me uh, of me. Uh, with someone that I was speaking with who said they were an atheist. And one of the other things I want to tie into this, because I don't think I can do, I mean, I could do a whole podcast on the question. Uh, uh, why do believers think non-believers are angry if they don't believe? Like <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which kind of set that question set me back because well, I've never been angry at someone that never believed. Yeah, I I didn't totally
1: get the question myself, but uh, it's a question. It real to them. It's and real, real to important them. if it's 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 the questions. The only stupid question is the one you don't ask. It, that really is. And our, our yeah. calling in ministry is to meet people where they are, Amen. and listen uh, to the questions in our heart, and uh, and then to respond with Scripture. You know, kind of be that watchman on the wall to kind of be aware of what to look for and and, and know how to respond accordingly so it's a great question
0: yeah amen listen i um so so the last podcast we answered the question um uh is there two gods in the bible old testament god new testament god so we answered that question uh this one we're gonna answer the question uh why did god speak then but he doesn't speak uh to us today and then we'll also answer the question of uh why do believers get think that people that don't believe are angry because they don't believe? It's just, uh, which that one's real easy. We we don't. <laughs> I, I hear the question as one who's seeking.
1: Yeah, and and uh, it thrills me because Jesus spoke to that. Amen. If anybody seeks, he shall. That's a guarantee. He'll find. Right. And so that it's a great question. Somebody's in a quest to ex, to to experience God. I, I remember people would talk to me uh about god like he was their friend and was very real to them and it kind of put me back a little bit and i thought that must be cool to <laughs>
0: yeah well how can the god of the universe talk to you
1: but i i didn't really buy into it you know i, I did black at 78 speed backwards right. some of us <laughs> did that and you know <laughs> sorry man <laughs> I'm you dating me, myself. You well, know. you take
0: me back. I'm like, I didn't. I, I forgot about that. I and erased uh, it from my brain. So, wait a yeah. minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Satan is real. Satan. <laughs>
1: There's a quest, and uh, that that's really a great question when you take it to heart. Uh, right. So, look, we're going to get into this.
0: If you'll open us in a word of prayer,
1: let's pray. Right. Father, thank you for opportunity uh, to uh, uh, surround our hearts and minds around the questions of men. And the answers from the word of God. I pray that you'll anoint this time, make it profitable for those who tune us in. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. So the first question I'm gonna answer just because I think it's it is a legit question. Um, and, and I think that the question comes from when when a Christian a believer is sharing with a non-believer, and the non-believer thinks. Doesn't believe now, and, it, and it's not even because because I remember when people before I was uh, born again, I remember people would share Jesus with me. And it was an irritation, as I recall, for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and but I never really got mad at him. No, I, I was just like, yeah, dude, listen, to each that, his own, man. Yeah. If, look, if, that, if, if that thought gets you through the day, you hang on to it. For me, it's something else. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'd go about my business. I, I really didn't care what you believed as long as what you believed. Uh, you didn't like you didn't make it your goal to disrupt my life. You just accept what I believe. I'll accept what you believe, and we move on. That I didn't care. But in the midst of all of that drama, hearing sh-
1: the, the those who are sharing, those that are kind of hearing, and with some reluctance, there there's really something bigger going on.
0: I, I think there is, and and but looking at the one that may get angry because um uh so the question that was asked uh of me um uh, and by the way I, l- I love the guy dearly and uh and he's he's like look i'm an atheist i don't believe and i'm like okay i mean i hate it because i know what's going to happen ultimately and they're, well how do you know Well, well okay so so let's just to avoid any argument let me just say this time will reveal who is right yeah and I'm praying that you get it before that time happens. So, but, but we weren't angry. We talked, we, we had a great conversation and, uh, and he's like, look, I'm an atheist. Okay. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. And, uh, uh, and he said, you know, that's, that's what I like about you, John, is that you're a pastor. We know you're a pastor, uh, and you will freely discuss Jesus and everything going on. But if we disagree it was a great conversation. We just disagreed.
1: And uh, if he's an atheist, I ask him, well, well, why? What has led you to that? And he'll have a story. And, ah, and uh, so
0: he did have a story. Sure. Everybody in, has a story. Yeah. He didn't go into it in depth. And um, but he was like, look, growing up. And, and I'm going to tell you the biggest thing that from what I gather. And, and, and if I'm wrong, brother, we'll, we'll talk again on the phone. Uh, but one of the biggest things that that. I picked up from it. He is not a believer because of the hypocrisy of the believers.
1: That's why I came up with, if I have one statement to put on my tombstone, it's this. I have a few uh, dukisms. people call them. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let people mess you up about God. Let God straighten you out about people.
0: Amen. One one of the interesting uh, things that, that we find out about hypocrisy of Christians and the the impact it has on people. Gandhi made this statement. Gandhi yeah. said, I would have been a Christian except for the Christians. Yeah. Yeah. Say one thing and do another. And it's the hypocrisy. Yeah. So I, I think, I think the reason that most people reject scripture or reject Jesus uh, being born again is hypocrisy
1: i tell people don't uh judge jesus by people who don't listen to him
0: (laughs) you know so that uh that is so true it's it's interesting that when i moved here to start this church i said okay lord i i surrender i absolutely surrender." new york by the way new york was not on my list to to surrender to i'm just i i was when God said I was going to New York, I went. Oh, Lord, not not New Are York. Are you sure, Lord? I look, I Lord, I'll even go to Kentucky, but not New <laughs> York. Like I mean, and Kentucky was not. I mean, it's a beautiful place. And to was through, I was here praying for
1: people to come, so some of this might be my fault.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> no, was all your fault. Um, but I remember, I remember standing in the parking lot, exit nine, Best Western. Yep, in the in the parking there was there's this big tree in the middle of the parking lot. I know that tree's still there, and it's bigger. I re- and I remember God made it so clear that this was where we were to be. This intersection right down the road from us, and I leaned against the tree, crocodile tears coming down my eyes. I don't know if they were crocodile tears because I knew for sure without question this is where God wanted me, or It's because I knew for sure, without question, this is where God wanted me. (laughs) But I, um, I remember leaning against a tree, crocodile tears, and I said, Lord, I surrender and I will move here. And I will do whatever you ask of me to do. But, Lord, always allow me to pay my bills. I'll never be foolish with money. I'll never... Live a life that is beyond my means. Uh, I will be conservative in my finances. I will always, and I always have. I mean, uh, my wife and I have been debt-free since 1996, other than our house, because the Bible says you are a a servant to the lender. You're a slave to whoever you owe money to. And so in 1996, my wife and I said, we're not going to be a servant to the lender. We're going to pay off all of our bills. And from that moment on, we paid cash for everything we did. And if we couldn't afford it, we didn't buy it. We saved until we could. We're on the same page, bro. And I said, Lord, all I ask is that you always make sure that I have the money to pay my bills because I don't want to be a bad testimony for you.
1: And people are watching. They're, and they're going to judge Jesus some a lot of times by by those things. They're going to th- th- listen,
0: listen, if if I fail to pay my bills, if I am if I call myself a Christian and I go out and I'm drinking, smoking, living it up, doing all the things I shouldn't be doing uh uh and and um you know uh, you get what I'm saying like yeah. and, like if I'm living this life that's contrary to what a Christian is supposed to be, then you are going to look at me and go, "What a hypocrite." And all of a sudden, why do I want to serve the same God you do cuz no different than me
1: i think those poor testimonies lead people to say the kind of questions that that you're hearing and um there's a there's a certain sad legitimacy to that question in, in with that uh, profession that they've seen others uh make and not live up to
0: yeah i, I and I so so i think the answer to the question uh regardless of where the question is coming from i think the answer to the question uh why do um why do people christians get mad at a non-believer for not believe or, or accuse non-believers of being angry uh, and that's why they don't believe i i think uh, number one for for a believer to say that i think a belie- the believer has an issue that they haven't worked through yeah, that's. I think there's an insecurity.
1: I think that's part of the equation.
0: Yeah, I think I think the insecurity is in the person who is making the accusation.
1: Yep, there's some there's some history. Something led to that. There's something led yeah. to that.
0: So if if you're dealing with a if you're a believer and you're dealing with someone who does not believe, uh, don't get angry with them, man. It, so what? They don't believe. You believe. They don't. You know what? They think uh, Ford. Listen, I got friends who drive Fords. I'll never understand that, <laughs> <laughs> but I still, <laughs> I still love them and I realize I need to pray for them just a little bit more, you know, <laughs>
1: you're ready to correct. And the moment comes. I'm ready. <laughs> Listen, You want to talk anyway?
0: So, and I think that we need to treat, I think that believers need to treat non-believers the same way with respect, with respect. Yeah. 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 There's
1: reasons why people are where they are. And we're not responsible for what happened in the past, but we are responsible for who they see. Yeah, And, uh, you know, people will watch the sermon of the life that we live before they'll listen to the message that has led us to this. And right. and so, uh, yeah, we're we're living in a day where, you know, people have seen uh, others. Well, Jesus put it this way, not everyone who saith unto me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God, but he that doeth the will of my Father and uh, he—he's the one who said, "Not—not not everybody who professes will really be a possessor," and that—that's of most
0: importance. Yeah. And 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 here's the other thing too: if you're going to share Christ with someone, um, pen and teller—you, you, you know, the the magician's uh, pen and teller.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, at any rate, Penn, who is an atheist and he, hes a professing atheist, and he said this: he said, "How much do you have to hate someone?" if you really believe that there's a heaven and you really believe there's a hell and you really believe that Jesus is the only way to heaven, how much do you have to hate someone to not share that? Yeah. Yeah. So then here's the second part that I'm going to throw in there. So if you really believe that and you have this desire to share with someone so they don't go to hell and then you accuse them of being angry or having issues and that's why they don't believe you just destroyed your chance of sharing Jesus again. Yeah. So, Stop it. <laughs> Isn't that what but was it Bob Bob Newhart uh, had the Newhart show or Bob uh, Bob Hart should Bob I think it was Bob Newhart show and he was he was pretending to be this psychologist and and this lady comes in and and he and he advertises for $5 I can answer and solve every problem you have. And so this lady comes in, she gives him 5 bucks. She starts sharing this problem that has she has and he goes stop it. <laughs> and she goes, what he goes, that's that's the solution. What's the solution? Stop it. <laughs> just stop it. And so I think that if you want to solve the solution of a non-believer getting angry at a believer for sharing, is you need to stop making false accusations and just share the truth and In love and move on.
1: And move on. You know, we're not responsible for causing other people to believe. Uh, uh, There's such joy to know the forgiveness of sins and the enlightenment that comes when when Jesus has knocked on the door of our heart. We've opened it, and uh, the Bible says he quickens us old King James uh, language. Uh, He he makes us alive. Uh, Our eyes, I I, I used to read the scriptures and, and I could read words, but they weren't alive to me and then i i prayed and asked christ to forgive me and and committed my life to him and and, and the lights came on and the yeah. scriptures became alive and, and stadium uh, lights yeah <laughs> a stadium. <laughs> even a lot of the shadows were gone now all I mean, the this, shadows were gone yeah and uh, this this life and i I, rem- I i think i'm still guilty of this today i was so excited about the forgiveness of my sins and uh and the promise the bible promises everlasting life and you know that was cool when I was eighteen. It's really, really cool at age sixty-six.
0: You know, especially when you realize that. Sorry, brother, but we are closer to the end. Than the it is what it is. Rhythm. Closer to home, We're but that that excitement
1: home. sometimes. I I I think I was like a uh, trying to give somebody a drink of water from a fire hider and I just right. there was a fire burning inside of me and i'm so excited i want you to go to heaven i want you to have everlasting life i want you to know the the peace of god which passeth all understanding i just just and i still have a tendency to well let me ask you this much uh
0: um i think it was jonathan edwards Mm, who said yes sir uh if you uh you want people to, to come and hear you have a passion set yourself on fire and people will come and watch you burn that's what he said and uh that's what happened and that's and it is true. Yeah,
1: so I don't apologize for the fire uh, burning in my heart, but I want to be wise with it. Uh I, I just apologize to those who I didn't share the fire uh, with. <laughs> well, uh, as as the, the magician said, if if Christ is the savior of the world and there's a place called heaven and there's a real place called hell, and Jesus defined the conditions of hell very clearly oh, Jesus, yeah. and he he's the mm-hmm. one who made the warning about it and then we don't share the the warning right. and then we say that we love people. We lie. We lie. And so we're compelled. And the truth is not in us. Yeah. And then we are compelled by heaven, by hell, by love to, to speak. But then we're to be wise as serpents and harmless mm-hmm. as doves. Uh, I remember people speaking to me the gospel and I was kind of a wise guy. <laughs>
0: you know, a girl told me, well, God well, wrote the Bible, you.
1: and I'm like, oh, what did you do? Come down and type it up for you? And Or uh, or how
0: about this? Uh, God called me. Oh, really? By what number? <laughs> <laughs> Could you call him back? <laughs> and, and you answered the phone? Well, yeah, it was God.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of back Sabbath, backwards type stuff there. Yeah, lived through all of that and made it through. But... You know, in the midst of that drama, in the midst of people asking these questions, they're, they're good questions. And they're either good questions or lame excuses. Right? Yeah. And right. if it's a question, it's answerable. And I, I think of, uh, you know, God beginning to reveal himself. There's what we would call natural revelation. Um, in, in Romans chapter one, it talks about God has uh, given evidence of himself. Uh, By by the the mere creation, we can see the world can see that the physical universe and I mean, it it begs the question, is this all by time and chance or is it by plan and purpose?
0: Uh, So check this out. I um, uh, I was reading an article yesterday and uh, anybody. Hear about the 400 million year old hammer found in the rock in Texas.
1: I did not hear.
0: Okay, well, well, one article says million, that, that this hammer, hammer with a wood handle in it, they found with rock formed around it in Texas. So one article says it's 140 million years old, and another article said it's 400 million years old. Well, that tells me nobody knows what they're talking about. But beside that, um, uh, w- what that told me was forget the millions of years, that tells me there's a flood and that because the wood handle was still in it yeah it had to be sealed from oxygen or it would have decayed oh and it had to happen quick yeah suddenly yeah so so all of a sudden that tells me that alone if there was nothing else would tell me that there is a creator and that the bible is real and that it's not time and chance because time would not have allowed that handle to stay in the hammer you need to look it up uh uh hammer a uh, 400 or 140 million, 400 million, whatever year old hammer found in Texas uh, is pretty amazing. Then they tested it, right? Because it was found in rock. And so they went, oh, my goodness, this is from 400 million years ago. This wasn't made out of. So they started testing the material and it was 90% pure iron. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that tells you? That tells you. And when they also realized that with everything that it was made out of the materials it was made out of and how pure it was that it was within the 20th century or or within, you know, the last few thousand years. And so, uh, it all of a sudden became very clear that this couldn't been as old as it was and that it had to have been man-made and got, which meant that if it was man-made, it couldn't be, uh, uh, because remember man didn't exist 400 million years ago. Only dinosaurs did. And so, the hammer, that so, I get so excited. The hammer and the date of the hammer from the evolutionist. Ash, they actually their argument debunks their argument. <laughs>
1: yeah. That which is divine has no fear of rational inquiry.
0: Right, and so uh, so anyway. All right, we got to get back because we, we we I, I don't want to drift off.
1: You chased that rabbit. I, not I know. It, I know it. Me, it was me, a good rabbit. It was a good <laughs> rabbit. Let me follow the rabbit back.
0: So, I think the question. Uh, um, listen if you if you're a believer uh, don't don't make accusations towards someone who doesn't believe the way you do because all you're doing is building a wall and dividing people and it's senseless and listen God gave us all a free will one a free will to believe and the other a free will not to believe and so uh, we're all going to exercise our free will and if you really believe that Jesus is the only way uh, to heaven don't burn the bridge by making false accusations just pray for the person that don't be a hypocrite. Live it out and keep loving them.
1: Why? Jesus said, let your light shine before these people. Yep. Why? That they may see, see your good works and what? Believe. Believe and glorify our Father which is in heaven. That's right. And when that's that's a really neat thing. When these people are watching us, that's really cool. Yeah. And we have a, a responsibility. Maybe they don't want to listen to us. That's cool. We can back off. You know, people can argue with what we say but they can't argue with who we are.
0: Well, and and you and I both know people don't care what you say as much as they care about what they watch you do. That's right. Yeah. And so just do it. Have a, You have that
1: opportunity to let your light shine. Yep. And, you know, boy, that gets into a whole nother realm of, you know, people don't really, when we're on the mountaintop and our sins are forgiven and, and we're on a mountaintop and our jobs are good and our health is good and, you know, we just had a baby and everything's healthy and and we rejoicing. Well, that that's not a, everybody gets happy. right But when uh, things aren't going so well, I just read Job this morning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> things, I love Job. We can't go on that rabbit. Go on. And,
1: uh, and the bottom falls out. And yet God hasn't changed, right. and our faith is tested, and we we land on faith and not just feeling uh, we, we, we feel horrible about what we're facing, but we we have faith that God is good, no matter what all the time and God is good and he loves me, and uh, this bad situation was filtered through his love, and he's with me, and uh, I don't know what's going on, but he does he does and I, and I trust him. Yep. And I'm going to do the next right thing. And and then people are watching us during a hard time. And that's when they see the supernatural. And then they see us doing right things in the midst of hard times. And they see our spirit is still rejoicing in the Lord. And then they see things turn around for us. And uh, we don't serve God and because of. And they can't
0: explain it.
1: And something, they see something that seems supernatural to them, and so uh, I, it's hard for me to keep my mouth shut. Right, tr- right struggle with that, right. but you probably can tell.
0: Right. <laughs> so, so uh, we're going to go to the next question. I'm ready. I think I think we I think we covered that one really well. Um, next question: Why does God show Himself in the Old Testament but not today? So as uh, for clarification of that, I will I will set the groundwork on it. So the groundwork is uh, Moses and the burning bush, right? God showed himself in an amazing way. But he only did it once. Sure. The parting of the Red Sea. God showed himself in an amazing way. Uh, manna falling from heaven, feeding the Israelites. Um the the uh, uh, how about this? Jesus came down right before the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, Jesus and two other angels came down, and Jesus stood there and talked to Abraham, uh, while the two other angels went down and warned Lot. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Give, give me some more. Give me some more. That I'm just. Uh, is there any? Uh, th- while he's thinking of it, but but my point is. That as we see in the Old Testament, God is very personable. Like he, listen, Jesus stood right beside, oh, uh, Jacob wrestles.
1: With the angel of God. Jesus. Jacob's ladder. I, I think the whole thing is one body, what we could call revelation. Yep each of those uh, sequential moments divine moments that you named were things that god did one time in one place often, oftentimes with one person or one people group
0: for a very specific purpose
1: All, a, a, amen 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 always for always. a purpose god doesn't yeah. just come down to be the magic man to to do a miracle oh, so come
0: on. he's not the genie let's just <laughs> anyway go ahead
1: and so there, there's a purpose behind every manifestation That's- and it would fall into the theological category called uh, revelation. Uh, God is revealing. He he didn't write the written word until Moses. There were uh, what twenty five hundred years passed from the creation to Moses. It was just passed on by word of mouth. And there were miracles. There were uh,
0: and and that's the other thing. Uh, uh, the another one is um, uh, God meets Moses on top of the hill. Yeah, or the mountain. I mean, not the It was a mountain. It wasn't a hill. <laughs> the Catskills <laughs> are hills. We're talking mountains. And so. Uh, um, uh, but he meets him up there, and then Moses says, God, let me see you. And God speaks to him very clearly and says, listen, if you see me in all my glory, you're going to die. Turn your face, put it in the cleft of the rock, and I will tell you when to turn around. And then, of course, the only thing Moses sees is this this glimpse of brilliant light. That was enough. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so, so again, go on with Moses, but that, that was uh, to point it out that God— to Moses, actually, a couple of times,
1: yeah, yeah, and he spoke to different prophets at different yep. times. Yep. And but it's it's just this body of revelation, God wants us to know him, and he has he's a God of patterns, but he's a God of uh, uh of moments, he meets people uh through the prophets. And then we get into the New Testament, uh, and uh, you know, even along the way, there was the 400 silent years yeah. between the Old and New Testament
0: now, where there was no prophets, no more written word. Well, do you? You know, obviously, you know why. Most people don't know why uh, there were 400 silent years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so uh, if you look at uh, Malachi, uh, but if you're from the happy days era, it's Malachi. i <laughs> the and, Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> Italian Malachi, look up Malachi, last, last book of the Old Testament. Um, wh- what you find is a very angry God. He's angry because uh, 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 Malachi one, you give you you put your governor on a higher pedestal than you put your God, yeah. me. You give your governor better gifts than what you even give me, and you know what I require of you. And so, so because people were serving man greater than serving God and not giving God his due, not because he's a narcissistic God, but because he's God. And there's expectations, and God delivered these people time and time and time and time again, and they keep ignoring him or, um, okay, the requirement is on a sacrifice to sacrifice the best. Nothing sick, nothing lame, the very best. And these people were bringing... (laughs)
1: <laughs> Three-legged lambs. <laughs> Three-legged <laughs> lambs or,
0: or those who were sick. And those, and God finally, he had enough. And he was like, you know what? I'm tired of your sin, your sinfulness, your sinful attitude, your sinful heart. And so, but, but he encourages them again toward the end of Malachi when he says, look, I am your God. I want you to follow me. I want you to trust me. I want you to, listen, I'm angry because you are taking what is mine. Which is the tithe and 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 the and the gifts. And and he says, You're you're taking what's mine and and you're thieves, you're robbing me, and that's why he was angry. And so then he says, But listen, still love you. I love you, and if you will come back to me, this is I will bless your socks off. I will bless you so much so that man, you open up the windows of heaven, I will pour out the blessings on you so much so you can't receive it all. So then we hit because they wouldn 't turn, so then we hit the silent years, the four hundred years between the Old Testament and the New Testament, where God was like ah, i 'm done
1: but that wasn 't the first time there yeah. were silent years, right Bible says in the, I think it was the time of Samuel, you know, the Word of God was precious, for there were no open visions, and so God gives us uh, some uh, a revelation and responsibility. And then when they blow, and they mankind historically continues to blow it from generation to generation.
0: Historically, like there, talk about repetitive ignorance.
1: Here we go round the mulberry bush. <laughs> I call it the
0: human hamster wheel.
1: <laughs> it. Seems like very few generations get it. Very few. But he's he's unfolding the knowledge of himself through the prophets and showing up doing miracles. We had that 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 last book of the Old Testament. And he promises the first pro- uh, prophet of the New Testament, John the Baptist, and I love that little phrase in the New Testament, really specifically talking about Jesus. But John, the forerunner of Jesus, says, "And in the fullness of time. time." Yeah,
0: right. I love that. And 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 so what we find is in the fullness of time, meaning when the proper time. Like the, here we go.
1: You know, let's camp on that for a moment. Go ahead. The proper time. When the not when the Redeemer comes, the knowledge of this Redeemer—it's God's plan—that the whole world finds out about it, like right away, and they did not have you know Instagram and they didn't have the oh, internet, but what they did have, they had yeah. a
0: unified. It's a good thing they didn't have Facebook back then because it would have been, uh, um, it would have been shadow banned or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He, oh no! He's the way the truth and life. Shut him down. You know? uh, right, yeah, It'd yeah, be yeah. offensive. Uh, It'll Block, offend.
0: block, block, or, or come up and say uh, this is false information.
1: <laughs> but in that fullness of time, it's so neat that the the Greek Empire and uh, had given the world a universal uh, trade language. If you could speak yeah. Greek, like the Apostle Paul or Providence, uh, they. The world could hear in a in a language, and they had to have safety in travel. It was not safe to travel the world, but in the Roman Empire, they had established a travel system both by sea and by land and roads. And I've walked uh, the Appian Way. It's you can still walk on that road they built two thousand years ago right. up over overseeing Rome and some of the Herodian era uh, streets and in Jerusalem. You've walked it's on amazing. some of those. Oh. They're still there. Oh my uh, they, they were well built, and uh, so the world. It, it was time. Yeah. It was time that this message of a Messiah, the Redeemer, the Jewish uh, uh, Yeshua, uh, yeah, God with us, Emmanuel, could go to the war. And it did. Those people, they lit it up and they were persecuted, which drove them into the world. But all of this really goes back to that question. You know, God is revealing Himself. God, the Bible says that it's sundry or different times. He He spoke by the prophets, but now. Hebrews uh, chapter that 1, time. Him, he speaks to us through his son. Yeah. And then now we enter into the New Testament era, and it's not necessary to have a burning bush. It's not necessary to have an exodus, because all of that uh, was the fore foundation for the uh, to raise up a messianic nation, the Jewish people. Satan's going to try to wipe that out, of course, and right. he failed. And uh, they, they had their ups and downs. They turned away from God. They were stiff-necked people, but he still loved
0: them. And, uh, well, well it, let's face it, we're stiff-necked people. Yes, we are. And he, he still loves us. Preachers struggle right? a bit along the way. Yeah. And, he, and he still loves us.
1: Yeah. Th- the yeah. grace oh, is, it, is greater than all of our sin. And so it came time, and Jesus was here, and it's the New Testament, and Jesus did more miracles. I mean, we have, I don't know, maybe 100 miracles that Jesus, I've never really counted them, that he did. But what does John's gospel uh, close out by saying about the miracles? I suppose that of mm-hmm. all the miracles...
0: If, if there were books written to cover all the miracles, the world couldn't contain them. Yeah, and so we just The have world a, couldn't contain all the books of the miracles that Jesus did. We just have a snippet of the
1: ones that he did recorded in the scripture, just for us enough to know that
0: he had power over... Uh, health. He right. had power well, over demons, power and people over people want more books, but they don't even read the ones we got. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> the lost books. Which... Yeah, they, they, they're like, give me all these other books, and I'm like, man, you ain't even reading the one that that was given to us. Why do you want more? I'm pretty well convinced there's no lost books, uh, but I've read the ones that they
1: were they were lost, and maybe they were lost for a reason.
0: Yeah, well, and 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 you know what? Here's the thing. God said, "I'm going to preserve exactly what I want you to
1: know." To the jot and tittle, which is like the dotting of an eye across in the T in the Greek language. Right. So this this amazing revelation, uh, it, it, it has its, in the person of Jesus is here. He's doing the miracles. Uh, and it's more. all in
0: the proper time. Uh, huge. The fullness <laughs> and, of time. The and then
1: time. he rose. Yeah. He, yeah, he killed him. He rose. He ascends into heaven. He launches his church. Well, well,
0: well hold on. I, I don't want to, uh, I want to stay on track with the question because... So we go from um, uh, God speaking to people very personally in the in the Old Testament, showing up, burning bushes, having dinner with Abraham, Jesus uh, wrestling with Jacob, Jesus wrestling with Jacob, uh, and then uh, and then we go silent. Okay, but then we hit uh, the New Testament, and it's like, well, why doesn't God talk to uh, people uh, today like he did in the Old Testament? But in the New Testament, he did. It's Jesus talking to, to Paul on
1: the Damascus Road, to Paul in the ship, yeah, uh, at different times. Uh, to Peter at uh, uh, and uh, when he was uh, called was him back, 10 or
0: Yeah, well, he calls him back from the when he meets him on the beach and makes breakfast for him, and and so Jesus is there again. It's Jesus in the Old Testament uh, meeting with people. Jesus in the New Testament meeting with people. But now, what about today?
1: Well, that's exciting because that's that's the world that I know.
0: This is even better. Okay. I, um, all, right, all right. Let me. Because I I'm, I, I, this is good. <laughs> like, this is going to get real good. Does God speak to man today? Yes you get me down
1: in the starting blocks. You want me to come out? I want you to come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you set me up, Master John. <laughs> You'll you, you wonder, as I remember as a child, you know, just always believed in God and creation. And I, I think I remember saying this. People don't tell anybody I said this is kind of crazy, but it'd be about a 10-year-old boy out in the field. And, God, you made those birds, right? Yeah, you made everything. And I'm like, I didn't know the Bible, just knew there had to be a guide. Send that bird down and just land on my finger. I promise I won't kill it. Right. And, and then I know if you send that bird down, then I'll know you're real. Right. Well, the bird never right. came. The bird never comes. The bird never came. So or by was, faith. I was challenging God. You believe, yeah. But, you know, but then somebody starts at school, and I'm down, and you know, at the drug culture, and I used drugs for a while, and then drugs started using me, and I was a mess. Uh, Isn't you know, that how it always works? Uh, like, like you know,
0: I start out in control. And then when it's all over, I wonder, man, what happened? <laughs>
1: not many wise, not many noble are are called. And so we're in this God quest, if we think. And, you know, if you're a real God, talk to me, you know. And then uh, I never have heard a voice. I've never heard an audible voice. But God is working every bit as much right now in this world as he did at the time of the Exodus.
0: So, but he does work in a little different way. Now, I have a verse, that or some verses. You always drag the Bible into a the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> there you go again, Pastor John. <laughs> so I have some verses that, that I want to, to share. But before I do, I'm going to share this little bit. Um, I was living in Raleigh, North Carolina at the time. Um, self-employed. I've been self-employed most of my life driving down the road, and God starts talking to me. Now, I want to speak to what you said, not in an audible voice. This is not, I'm not, listen, it's not like not like Pastor Duke sitting next to me going, hey, Johnny, what's up? Say, but God says, I want you to go to Bible college. Now, that is... If, if The room could have been full of people, but nobody would have heard that but me, because God speaks to me within, almost like he becomes our conscience. Well, when God spoke to uh, Paul on the Damascus Road,
1: only Paul heard only it. Only Paul heard it. Yeah,
0: So it's kind of a similarity there. Yes. So uh, I said, uh, no, God, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> He's heard that before. <laughs> right? He says, I want you to go to Bible college. And I went, Lord. But he didn't obey you? (laughs) Right? I said, I am a faithful tither. I am faithful to church. I teach Sunday school. I am an usher. I am a greeter. I fill pulpits. I, like God, I I give to missions. I give a lot of money to missions. And I went, I'm done. Listen, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, nope. And God kept talking to me. And so I did what every true person that wants to be defiant does I reached over and I turned up the stereo so I couldn't hear him anymore. <laughs> My phone rings within a minute. I answer the phone. It wasn't God. Okay? Uh, <laughs> yes. It wasn't God. But it was Pastor Brothers who I love dearly and he calls me and he said hey John can we meet for breakfast in the morning? Is this Pastor Brothers from Western New York? Uh no uh, Joe brothers in um, uh North Carolina okay okay and he said hey uh, who he's now in Florida but he said hey can can we uh, can we have breakfast in the morning and I was like yeah sure no problem hung up the phone went about my business forgot about the conversation with God made plans to meet pastor brothers in the morning cracker barrel 8 am I get there uh, Pastor Brothers is an incre- he's a gentleman. I'm telling you, he is a gentleman of gentlemen, and he loves Jesus. I mean, loves Jesus. He has his uh, uh, sheepskin blanket, and that, uh, he goes into his prayer time, and he kneels down every day, he spends time with God, reads the Word every day. Listen, Pastor Brothers loves Jesus, and he's a gentleman. While we meet for breakfast, we sit down at the table, and he said. We're talking, I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing fine, you know, small talk. Now, just so you know, he's because he, he doesn't want to offend you. He will if he has to, but he doesn't really want to. You know, he's that guy, whereas me, I'm like, dude, I ain't got time to go around my elbow to scratch my tail, so here it is, right? But that's not him. And so he said, look, we just got to get right to it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this something's up because this isn't Pastor Brother. So he immediately got my attention, and he said, God told me to tell you, you need to go to Bible college. Mm -hmm. Now, clinky dink or not. So as I'm sitting there, God said, if you don't go now, I'll never call you again. My heart fell right there. And so I looked at Pastor Brothers, and I said, okay. And then he went, what? (laughs) Because he didn't know what God was doing. He didn't know God spoke to me uh, the day before or, or, you know, one minute before he called. He didn't know any of that, but I did. And so then I went home after that breakfast. I went home, and I told Sherry, I said, God's calling me to Bible college and my wife said <laughs> she said I know I've been waiting on you <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I know, said all that to say God still talks to us still, today he still moves and you know the f-
1: for the foundation the forerunning of how he works today you see it in uh, Genesis 26 I think it is it's the longest chapter in, in genesis it took god 31 verses to create the whole universe and it took him like i think like 73 verses to find a wife 63 or something like yeah. that 62 yeah, to find a wife for isaac it is so cool because the servant that abraham is sending out gets the instructions kind of where to go and he's never been down in this region up i think was up in syria and he had a long way to go and he he's got specific people specific places. He's kind of wandering around. His GPS is not working. Right. And the first place he lands, he 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 runs into Rebecca.
0: To get water at the to well. To get
1: water. And he stops, and he's just his own mission. And he just says, okay, I'm here. I'm looking for these people. And she says, yeah, that's that's us. And then he gets those little, I call them the Jesus heebie-jeebies. Right. He's like, oh, you know, I had a million places I could go, and the first place I go is here. And Abraham she said, "God will guide you. God will she's guide a you." And she, isn't it amazing how the Holy Spirit pointed out how pretty <laughs> few of the girls were? I tried not to pay attention to that, but I fail. <laughs> she's and a she's one of them. And and then he he gets back uh, to her family, and he gives his mission and and the people you know God didn't come down in a person and uh, do a miracle and throw the serpent on the ground and have it become a snake anything like that but they knew well, that well, they knew that they knew that And God they, they put out a fleece. It. They yeah. said God
0: God uh um if this is of you then she's going to water us and the camels the livestock
1: and all this is how he does it. He puts the circumstances in perfect, unexplainable yep. order. He prompts our hearts. We say, you know, God talked to me. I, I use that a lot of times, and, and, and you know what I mean when uh, I say right. God spoke to me about that. I didn't hear an audible voice, but I felt a prompting. I, I was in my devotions. I was quiet. I was seeking the Lord. I'm praying, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Uh, who can I touch today? Is there somebody hurting? I'm willing to call them, willing to visit them. Well, h-
0: now I'm going to give you not what you don't know. But a reminder, and you of what you may not know, the verse that summarizes everything we just said, John 14, 23. Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to 22 first, because it's the question. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world okay you're on target here pastor john (laughs) Mm, baby this is it so now when and and we've shared all the ways that god has spoken to man throughout history and even a personal way that god spoke to you and that god spoke to me and we say it's not an audible voice and it's not an audible voice but god is it, it might as well be for for the believer because here's what the verse says So 22, Judas asked him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Because, listen, listen, when people are, this is another podcast. uh, Well, actually, I did it. Does God hear the prayers of an unbeliever? No, he only hears the first one, and that is, Lord, forgive me, save my soul. But here, this is not to the world. This is only to believers. And so it 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 would explain why I was asked this question hmm absolutely. So in 23, Jesus says, uh, Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and he will come to him. Now, here's the, oh, if you don't have your Bibles open, open your Bible right now, okay? If you're driving, just listen, because I don't want you to wreck. But listen to me, 23, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, He'll he'll believe the Bible, he'll follow it. And my father will love him. why? Because well, we're keeping his word, which means we're loving him. We're loving the Father, we're loving Jesus. And then Jesus says, and we, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the we, the we, what is the Elohim? God the Father, Son Holy Spirit, God plural, the Godhead all-encompassing one we dude we not jesus alone not the holy spirit alone not the father alone but we We. as a whole will now come to him and make our we the 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 trinity the father son holy spirit will make our home with him who's him the one who believes okay i'm gonna push (laughs) you out of seat. i don't want to do that right Okay, I got it. I, Don't I get, push me off site here. I know, know, I know. I'm going to get too I'm loud. On, my
1: chair has wheels on. I can I, just be shoved right out of the way here.
0: I probably need to talk back here when I get so excited. So, all right, all right. Guys, Jesus answered that to him, If you love us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we will make our home with you. That, that's, what, that's what Jesus is saying. Well, what does that look like? He goes on, verse 24. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine but the Father who sent me. So he's just reminding you uh, the flip side of the coin. That, look, the believers are going to be loved by God, accepted by God, and we're going to make our home with him. The non-believer, yeah, sorry, you're out. It had nothing to do with you. Why? Because you don't believe. And so why is he going to invest in you if you don't believe in him? You're out. Then he goes into 25. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. Remember we said Jesus was there. He talked to us. He was he talked to the people then. Now he goes in 26. Guys, this is this is where it's for us. This is where it's for you, and it's for me. It's for us, Dookie. It's where the action is, where the rubber meets the road. It's everything right Quick and made alive. I God is real. Goosebumps, ready for this, verse 26. But the Helper, who's capital the Helper? Capital H, capital H. Who's the Helper? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, in Jesus' name, he, the Holy Spirit, will teach us all things and bring to our remembrance all things that Jesus said. So now, does God talk to us today? Today? He
1: sure does. And the result, next verse, peace, oh, oh, oh. which passeth understanding. Go on with it, brother. Uh, peace, I, I leave Or as the
0: Pentecostals you. say, hey, glory, preach it, brother, <laughs> preach it.
1: <laughs> My peace I give to you, not to the world uh, give I uh, to you, uh, not as the world give I unto you, let your heart be, uh, let not your heart be troubled, neither be afraid. Yeah. And God is speaking to us through his written word. He's speaking to us through the world of nature, uh, his power and Godhead. He's speaking to us through his spirit. Uh, and this, when God speaks to us, it's never contrary mm-hmm. to the word of never God. Never
0: contrary. So, so I, I had a guy, uh, a friend of mine, I love him dearly um he used to come to my church he he doesn't anymore uh and i love him dearly but he we were in a discussion one time and and the bible says very clearly and i know this is uh can be a little bit controversial but it is what it is it it says in in uh, uh first timothy chapter three that if you want to be a minister you have to be the husband of one wife and then people say well how do you know it's not the uh, a husband of one wife at a time. And it's because as you go down, I think it's three, four, five, somewhere around there. It says, for if a man can't keep his own house, how will he keep the house of God? That clarifies no divorce. The man can't be divorced. To it, The way I read it, the way I see it, right? Because because if he can't keep his own house and he's allowed his own house to divide, how is he, he going to keep the house of God? So it's got to be the husband of one wife, period, not one wife at a time. Well, uh, so... We were talking, and, I said, and, and he was telling me that, um, that he feels like God's calling him to pastor a church. And I said, brother, I, I, I'm struggling with that because it goes contrary to the scriptures. And I gave him that passage, and then he said this to me. Well, what if Paul was wrong? Ooh. ooh, ooh, ooh. So here's the deal. If Paul was wrong, throw the whole Bible out because none of it's any good. Yeah. Seventeen books of the New Testament are just gone. Gone. Just just pitch them, right? Yeah. So so when we see this, and you said it, you said it, the Holy Spirit will never go contrary to the Holy Bible. And so, guys, listen to me, and we're gonna wrap this up. John fourteen. 22 through 27. Well, just read it all, man. I'm such so good. It's like that's a great passage. But he says here, listen, if you love me, you keep my commandments, we, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, will make our home with you. Which means then he goes down and he says in 26, the helper, the Holy Spirit, uh will teach you all things. will bring the remembrance things that I've said, which will convict you. So when, when a Christian says, man, I'm convicted to my heart, why? Well, because the Holy Spirit lives inside him, the very Spirit of God, the very Spirit of Jesus Christ. So when Jesus says, uh, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, and then he goes back to heaven and he sends the helper, he didn't lie. He sent his very Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the very Spirit of Jesus Christ to live inside of you. So he didn't lie. He sent his Spirit, so he's with us. Teaching us, guiding us, directing us, convicting us, talking to us. Yeah, and in my experience, Pastor John, um,
1: there's, God prompts us, you know, hey, give Pastor John a call, or do little daily things, little promptings. Yeah. But in my life, there's a, a handful, only a handful of times, but there are critical times. I He saved me, and he made it clear to me. That he was with me. He changed me completely
0: from the inside out. I didn't give up anything for Jesus. He took it away. Okay. So, so you didn't give up anything for Jesus? He was took he it away? It?
1: He took it away. If
0: you notice, the only thing he took away is that which was destroying yeah, you.
1: Yeah. People say, Did you give up marijuana? No, I lost. I smoke all I want.
0: <laughs> Zero. Yeah. Some, I got something better. I'm naturally high now. I don't. I'm, maybe, well, people, and people ask me kind of the same thing, um, Or, you know, because I. Listen, man. I I could put away the alcohol and I could do the drugs. And people say, "Well, don't you have a desire to go back?" I, God, listen. Zero. God has so, from the day I got saved, literally October second, nineteen ninety four, the day I gave my life to Christ, young adult, of course, young adult. I'm almost you know I'm almost thirty at that time. And I was, I was putting away. the 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 the, um that which altered me dangerous uh dangerous territory it was health wise so i had been in and out of rehab um by the time when i was 16 i was in rehab so by the time i got out of rehab and then i was back in later uh and then um uh, had gotten out. And so uh, each time I, I, I knew what the cold sweats were, the vomiting and the yeah. hallucinating, like all that. that yeah, you I, never
1: ha- I never had uh, a, de- a physical dependency. But you know the power of deliverance. Oh,
0: so check this out. I go, I get saved Sunday morning, October 2nd. I go home, and I said, okay, God, if you're real, like I'm feeling you are, I'm going to give up everything. I took all the drugs, flushed them down the toilet. Ker, flush. Took all the alcohol, dumped it out. Which, which, by the way, I was doing uh, anywhere from a twelve pack to a case of beer a day, and about three fifths of whiskey a week. So at my at my height, and brother, you know my build right now. I'm two hundred and ten pounds. I was one hundred and forty five pounds at this time, and and same height, only one hundred and forty five pounds. Like I was, I'd get home, drink, get up, drink, gut, gut, gut smoke. I did everything, about, but it shoot up, right? So I said, okay, God. Help me. Um, no, Here's what I said. I said, God, if you're as real as I have sent you today, I get rid of everything. Flushed it all, burned it all, uh, uh, threw it all out, threw all the porn tapes out, flushed, uh, uh, flushed the drugs, and poured all the alcohol out, all the whiskey out, emptied my house of everything.
1: That's because the Holy Spirit came inside of
0: you. Absolutely. Well, So check this out. I sat on the couch, locked my door. I said, "I'm not moving." I knew what was coming, because I'd been through it before. Locked my door, sat there. Day three. Fast forward. Fast forward. Day three. Not one shake. Not one cold sweat. Not one nothing. Not one. Not one. Nothing. I was. I was a steady. On day three is what my hand is today. I never experienced any withdrawals. And so on day three, I got up and I said, God. I think you're real. I will serve you the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord. And I have fulfilled that to this point. And with God's grace and mercy and strength. And him continuing to lead me the way this passage says, I will continue to fulfill that to the day I die
1: so someone comes by and says oh you ca- you ca- you can't hear from God
0: on the contrary see
1: uh that that's it's kind of uh, kind of the ultimate you know when you have been in this world and 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 kind of taken the bait and and fallen for the enemy's lies and you know, if it, if it feels good, do it. And we 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 fell for all that, and we, we kind of not everybody has to bottom out like like we did, but when you've bottomed out, you you can't forget that. And then there's that still small voice, that that knock on the door of your heart. And in desperation, as a little child, you you call on the Lord, and and you know I didn't even hardly is this really going to work? I was afraid because if 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 this doesn't work, I I got nowhere else to go. If I have nowhere else. To, uh, and, and I called on the Lord, and I didn't hear an audible voice, but it was so real. There's such a move inside
0: but, you, you can't even explain.
1: You know, I, I've, I've I've had
0: audible voices uh, from people. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't listen to those. 2 Corinthians 5.17, you're a new creation. Old things pass away, behold. All things become all new. things. And, and that all things that become new is the way you process the truth. The truth now, the that which was a lie, you now understand the truth, and that which was you thought was the truth, you understand was the lie, and all of a sudden, every and and by the way, let me let me say this: when I got saved, I wasn't, I didn't see myself as desperate for anything. I was enjoying my life, man. Look, I love to get high. I mean, I, I love the good drink. I loved sm- whiskey. I loved whiskey, man. I love my three shots. I love the part
1: of it that it was getting me away from my troubles. But when I came back down and and sobered up a little bit, of course I was physically who came, sick. Who came down?
0: <laughs> <laughs> came down from that. Who you came no. down? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, we went right back up. Yeah, when when I felt myself starting, I'm like, whoop, nope,
1: I need down. We went right back up, but it was we up. were destroying ourselves, and you know, and I I, I just think of that. Uh, I had audible voices of warning, you know, my, my, you know, I had friends and counselors and people warning and officers that come into school and the, and I didn't listen to the audible voices, but I'm telling you that still small voice that I've not ever actually heard audibly is far more real to, to us than the audible voices. We just tuned them out, but this voice, I, I, I I don't, I don't know if you can. I, I, I didn't want to tune it out, and it was so real. And then just that, you know, salvation. And then God spoke to me about baptism, reading the Bible. They, the glad that received his word, were baptized. So there you go. God spoke yeah, to me. Right? Done. It's written in the word. If it's in the word, God's talking to you, man. And so I did that. I, I, that I got,
0: so that's the other thing. Uh, man, and, and we should have brought this out. Dude, this could have been a part three on this one. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm gonna have to do some serious condensing to keep this in one, ep- in one episode. But, but that's the, I think that's the part we missed. Or not miss until just now. Uh, So, all right, listen. God speaks to us through the Bible. And when you do that,
1: you see, when he called you into ministry, you were already doing those things. And 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 now it became real personal. Yeah, why would God speak to you uh, directly, and, and I don't mean audible, but how he does it? like he did Paul on the Damascus Road, like he, like he did uh, me, yeah, like w- he did you. But why, if we weren't already doing what he had written in the word to right, do, right, right. then I kind of wonder if he would have spoken
0: otherwise. Can I give you another verse? Let's go for it. There you go. We're going to go back to 23. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Uh-oh, in order to keep it means you have to obtain it. You have to go after it to keep it. And this is the progression. So it's just what you were saying. His Spirit it, prompts
1: us. He's given us His Word. We listen. Yeah, we, yeah. And we love Him. Yeah. And because we love Him... I, that that verse I, I can quote it I forget where it's at. If uh, if any man love me, let him keep my commandments. He that keepeth my commandments, I will love him, and I will manifest myself, myself to him. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And um, some people say I don't know where God. I don't see God moving. I see God moving everywhere, always. And it's and I'm no no special person. I'm just one that's tuned in, and I've been broken. I know what the bottom looks like. I don't want to go there. I'm thankful that I'm forgiven. I'm thankful that his spirit came in and, and delivered me from that lifestyle and put a, put a passion in our hearts to, uh, to, to help others out of that Amen. mess. I think that's why we're here today doing this. Amen.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I was thinking that it is, st- uh, that verse you were quoting is in John chapter 14 as well. And, uh, and I, I'm breathing through it. So I may have missed it. Uh, uh, either way, but yeah, he'll he'll manifest himself in us, and but that means that means guys, listen. If you want to hear from God today, if you're not willing to read His Word, that means you're not doing His will. You're not you're not living for Him. You're you're living your own life, and and unfortunately, probably the only way you're going to hear from God is when it's time. If if you're born again, is when it's time to discipline you. And if you're not born again, you're going to hear from God when you pass away. And at that point, it's too late. And he's going to say, I never knew you. And so you'll be condemned to hell forever. And then we go, well, I, don't, I don't agree. You don't, listen, you don't have to agree with the truth for the truth to be truth. And, it and so so when we talk about does god speak to us yes how does he speak to us when you are in the word and you keep his word there's such a relationship there with him that now he will speak to you on an intimate level you know there are parents that have children they haven't talked to in years it doesn't make them any less parent or child it's just sad but man when there's that intimate relationship it's way different mm-hmm. and it's very personal and it's very loving and listen, when I see my girls, man, I give them a big hug every day, two, three times a day. There are times where where uh, literally I'll hug my daughter, and she'll walk by, and then she'll come back out 15 minutes later, and I'll give her another hug again. She's like, Dad, I just gave you a hug. And I go, I ain't letting you go until you give me a bear hug back. And so so they'll reluctantly give me the bear hug. But, but that's because there's time spent, and in it's intimate. If you want intimacy with God, you got to be intimate with him. If you don't care, well, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, we're out of time, brother. But not out of ammunition. <laughs> no, we got more coming, <laughs> uh-huh. and I am excited. So, hey, thank you. Jesus saves. <sighs> Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, thank you for joining us on According to John. And until next time, I hope you like, subscribe, share, tell somebody about Jesus. Tell somebody about the According to John podcast. Pastor Duke, love you, brother. Amen. Awesome. That's all right. We'll break them once. You edit Love right you. Out. <laughs> God bless you. Have a great week.